cliffcentral.com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. Hello, 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 everybody. It is 360biz, and my name is Leanne Jonzo. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz right here on Cliff Central. Well, it is indeed a beautiful Wednesday. I'm here with Mr. Bulelani Balabala. Hi. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very good. I mean, I come from um, my last board meeting for the year. Very happy. It was Mm -hmm. very challenging, Mm -hmm. but it was good at the very same time. And I mean, it's one of the biggest things that I encourage a lot of entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. um, especially when you start hitting, uh, I mean, when you start breaking through the ceiling. And one of the biggest things is that you need to be accountable to someone. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that you need to be making a hundred million to have a board, but all you need is just get two or three people that will keep you accountable and meet with them every six months. Yeah. Most importantly, especially if you're starting from a base level. But I mean, it's December. Yes. I'm very, very happy. I'm here. I'm wearing blue. We've got a beautiful lady who's in the studio, a very smart lady, very articulate, Indeed. very intelligent as well. So how's your day? How's your day been? Tell uh, me about your day. And no, no, wait. Before you tell me about your day, you guys, um, we had Rose's event on Saturday. Oh, yes, we did. How did yes, that we go? did. The event was beautiful, well organized. Um, we know Rose appearing as a guest here on the show, very well spoken. So um, she did very well, you know, because she was launching her talk show um, on fashion. Which was really, really, it was good. Yeah. Of a high standard. Yeah. And then what are some of the things that they touched on on that day? My word, they had um, different kinds of designers. They touched on um, making the fashion industry broad. You know, um, turning it, it's just like she spoke um, on the show, turning it more into um, a business. It being further, more than just, more than just, uh, what's it called? A catwalk, you oh. know. So they took it further around taught us different um ways on how you can um turn fashion into something more lucrative than just wearing clothes cool so how's your yeah, week yeah. been yeah my week has been all right chilled a bit under the weather today but i'm good i'm here and ready for the show so what you got for us today today we're talking about stimulating entrepreneurs growth like you mentioned earlier we have miss Alisimo Mwanga. Was I close enough? No, you. I'm on point. Or is it Alisimo? (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for the learning. Please say hi to our listeners and just tell us what you do. Hi, everyone. Um, Thank you for the introduction. Jeez. Yeah, no. Um, So what I do is I head up uh, research and development at an organization called Sea Africa. So what we do there is we assist public and private sector to penetrate into African markets. This is done through market intelligence, research, um, basically to assist businesses to penetrate into different African markets. We have a presence in about 10 African countries. So yeah, that's the boring stuff that I I do. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the exciting stuff, the stuff that excites Ooh. you. Okay, so the exciting stuff is um, definitely this big project that we're working on, the Global Entrepreneurship Congress. It gives me sleepless nights. Just like you, I came out from a board meeting with uh, about six stakeholders and, um, you know, when they all have inputs and last minute you have to put concept documents together. So it's all for the good. It's all for the entrepreneurs at the end of the day for Africa and um, that, that really excites me. Um, that's that's the part of my work that excites me the most. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, can you please just add more on to um, what the Global Entrepreneurship Congress does? 
Okay, so it's a really cool event um, for entrepreneurs. Um, unfortunately, you know, we can't visualize it. But if uh, people can go to the website, they, they check it out. Um, so what happens is once a year, um, 160 countries get together in one place. Um, over 5,000 people attend this event. And um, what happens is they talk about all things entrepreneurship. There's networking with a lot of people. So businesses either start launching, um, they meet potential investors, and a lot of policy um you know, conversations happen there. So there will be a ministerial session there as well, um, discussing how we can drive economic growth through entrepreneurship because we know that that's, that's a bit of a problem in South Africa at the moment. Um, especially, you know, the, the low entrepreneurial activities happening yes. in South Africa at the moment and all the barriers that cause that. So we're hoping, um, through this Congress, we'll see a different atmosphere on, um, entrepreneurship, you know, stimulating mm-hmm. the culture, um, identifying where are the bottlenecks and how can we fix this and see a lot of entrepreneurs um, trading with other people across borders, particularly in Africa, um, and and obviously um, looking international as well. So exciting things to happen really yeah. soon in March. Yeah. And then I mean, you know, maybe. And then I mean, according to you, do you think that uh, South African entrepreneurs are taking advantage of the open African market? Mm, no, <laughs> that's my honest opinion. I think there's a lot of opportunities in, in African countries that a lot of small businesses um, don't take advantage of. You know, the one thing that I always say about South Africa is um, you have an opportunity because you have a lot of infrastructure and support, especially with entrepreneurship. And I think um, what needs to happen is for more South Africans to understand different African markets, um, which are the fastest growing markets, where are the gaps and opportunities. For example, you know, there's a lot of opportunities in the services and retail sector. There's a lot of opportunities in technology and infrastructure development. And I think South African um, entrepreneurs have a lot of resources that they can pull together, um, especially when you look at funding. Um, South African entrepreneurs have a better opportunity to access finance, I feel, than a lot other African countries um, to penetrate in those markets. Yes, of course, because um, South Africa's financial system is quite sound. And a lot of the, if, if you look at the development process of a, a, an entrepreneur, a startup business in South Africa, as, as opposed to other African countries, I still feel that South African entrepreneurs are at an advantage um, to be able to penetrate into other African countries because one, you have the resources. Um, you, if, if you work a lot on the market research part of it, um, because obviously African markets have different cultures, um, mm. and purchasing ability. So you need to understand those things and how would you position your products to penetrate in those, into those markets. So that's the first thing. Um, but again, like I say, Rwanda's a fast growing economy at the moment. So it's Kenya. Um, Nigeria has its turbulences here and there, mm, mm. but um, I definitely feel that entrepreneurs need to know um, which sectors to enter into, and agro processing is one of them, a really big one because we have to eat, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the challenge is that we focus on the primary production of it and not looking at um, the value added parts of it, which there is more income, revenue mm. that you can generate from that whole process. Um, and also when you, you look into um, tourism, it's a big thing in, 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 in Africa. Um, because of the spotlight on the continent as well, a lot of people are curious about the continent. And especially with the GEC, um, being the first time in, in, in Africa, everyone is, uh, is thinking about, okay, this is a continent that um, not a lot of people are aware of, um, believe me, in terms of what it looks like, what the culture mm. is like. They think of it as one country. When you travel often um, and you go are to... Are you serious? Yes. People still think like that. Yeah. People ask me, where do you come from? And um, I, well, my first reaction would be, 
I'm Tanzanian And they'll be like Oh yeah So They'll start with um, Julius Nerere If I know him Like he's my uncle I'm Like yeah you know <laughs> He's right next door <laughs> Or they'll ask If you know Nelson Mandela <laughs> You know And um, they think That we are just One country um, Which is understandable Because you know You've got the European Union And they kind of See themselves as one country um, So they kind of View Africa in the same light So yeah mm. Do you think that um, young South Africans, and actually I'd, I'd take it to entrepreneurs, actually understand the importance of research? No. <laughs> I think you need to first start by do we young um, entrepreneurs even mm. understand the importance of being passion-driven firstly yes. um, and using education as a tool uh, to drive the passion, um, to have knowledge, to be able to drive what it is that you want to get into. Because I think... Market research is very underestimated mm. um, And the problem is We often develop products That we don't have a market for Or you develop the product first And then enter the market And then you realize that You're yes. not going to make a profit Because yes. no one's really interested However, if you had designed the product Specifically to a customer need Whatever price that you you, you put it at It won't make a difference To the success of your product mm. So yeah, it's, it's quite important And um, understanding why you're doing What you're doing mm. Being passionate about it Being knowledgeable about it as well Is, is quite important And having networks um, within that space You need to go out there And meet people um, that have similar interests as you. Mm. I think we spend a lot of time by ourselves, talking to ourselves and the people around us that may not necessarily know how to help you. So I think we need to get out of our comfort zones, um, meet with people that we, we, we wouldn't usually meet with, have conversations with someone you wouldn't necessarily have one with. Yes. In fact, people that you've worked with before, give them a call and find out what are they doing yeah. and have coffee. It will not hurt you to to meet up with people and find out um, where you can fit into the bigger picture of mm. things. Yeah. And then, I mean, since you, since networking is one of the most integral parts of um, or rather, of part of being an entrepreneur. I mean, mm. on the day, um, with regards to the GEC event yeah. happening next year in March, mm. are you guys going to be hosting networking sessions yes. or anything like that? Tell us yeah. a bit about that, if you are at liberty to. <laughs> no, um, a lot of the information you will find on the website anyway. But yes, um, one of our main goals is to connect entrepreneurs, um, as well as stakeholders in the ecosystem. We have designated areas, um, for, uh, networking, um, sessions to occur we've got we're going to develop an app where entrepreneurs can connect directly with who they want to meet with um obviously with the competitions that we've had and identified about i think we're looking at 15 obviously pre-selected people to enter into um, gc that will have exhibition space that will get the opportunities to pitch um to you know investors um, but also we are having a uh, network investor evening as well So people can come through to that Obviously there's a selected number 300 most likely will be the number of people that will be invited Or want to or They can apply to attend And you know but 300 max One. Yeah and but there's several You see the thing is with GC It's not just a conference There's several activities happening There will be dinners I mean the first day there's a, there's a gen networking dinner Where all the, the, 
the Global Entrepreneurship Network um, team will be will be down. So it's about over 250 people who operate the same thing within their countries. Um, and, you know, entrepreneurs, stakeholders will have the opportunity to meet with these people. And you, and you never know. There could be projects that they could be working on. They need someone um, with your particular skill or your particular business. So there will be quite a lot of activities. Let me put it that way. <laughs> so you touched, you touched a bit on uh, exhibitions. Are you guys going to have exhibition stalls yep. on the day? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The exhibition is quite is, is is actually the engine of um GEC. We're hoping that that's the central point. Um, one to provide a platform to a lot of um African entrepreneurs. Um, but also, uh, to give an opportunity to to small businesses that wouldn't necessarily have that type of opportunity, um, to for exposure. So yes, um, there's quite a lot of stalls that will be available right now. We're running out very quickly. <laughs> Um, and we've got quite a few stalls left. So if you want to have a stall there, I think now is the time to apply before and then, next I mean, year. Are people getting these for free? Are they paying for them? Are some sponsored? Yeah, or? some are sponsored. As I mentioned, um, we've had campaigns and we're still having campaigns um, during mid-Jan to February to give opportunities to people to have stalls. Um, but obviously, if people want to book a place right now, they should do so um, if that's something they want to do. Yeah. Um, Alissimo, can you tell me then what challenges do local businesses have um, or do they face when they want to um, operate on in Africa? Okay, yeah. I think a lot of the challenges they face is understanding those markets, as I mentioned um, previously, and also probably the funds to expand mm-hmm. um, into those markets is, is, is quite a big challenge. And um, operating in those countries, you need to understand the, regula- the regulations um, there because uh, different countries have different regulations and taxes and all of those things. And I don't think people generally prepare well for this. Um, and also it's important to have a local partner mm-hmm. um, in, in that country because they understand the economy better. So it, it would work better for you if you work with someone who one understands the market, like see Africa. <laughs> kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> um, we help you through the process, you know, mm-hmm. um, or get a local partner um, to assist you to penetrate there. So it was very interesting because <laughs> what 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 Leah asked was um, t- closely tied with what I was going to ask. Sure. Now, when you say that you guys assist, what would you insist an entrepreneur like myself like if I mm. wanted to maybe um, research Kenya or mm. research whatever is going on up there mm. w- with with the idea of possibly going in there? Because mm. one of the some of the things that I get from some some entrepreneurs that I come mm. across that I engage mm. with is we'd like to go to Africa, but our biggest challenge is I mean, when you get there, where do you go? Mm. You know, it'd be nice to get to a place and you've got someone who's a director who will tell you that this is mm. what happens here. Mm. This is what happens in this part. This mm. is what normally happens here. Mm. Not necessarily to tell you what the opportunities are, but mm. someone who maybe be your guide. I mean, yeah. so, so what do you guys really offer in terms yeah. of that? That's that's practically basically what we offer. Oh, really? So yeah, that's that's what differentiates us. I feel um, also because we're a very young, dynamic team with um, very diverse backgrounds, all of us, and. So what we do, for example, if you want to go into Kenya, um, what we would first do is obviously understand what it is that or who your target market is. And because we're part of a, a really big network, um, we're able to now sift through who are the right stakeholders for this particular product that you want to penetrate into that. We get in contact with them. We share this information with them. We set up. You know, a meeting between yourself and um, the the stakeholders, and then you know it proceeds from there basically. So we go as far as you would like us to go with you. Um, if it's facilitating to penetrate into that market, well, 
as in commercializing, we assist you with that. But obviously, um, it comes at a cost. But, okay. <laughs> but often you'll find that, um, most of our partners, um, that are from the public or private sector, um, that have beneficiaries from enterprise development support programs, um, often come to us and, you know, those beneficiaries get that, that kind of service at no cost to them because it's covered for by a partner. So, you know, governments and public and private sector are doing, um, some great things that I don't think a lot of people know about. We could do more, yes, granted, but I think individuals should also take an initiative themselves to find out what is it that they can start with um, to to get into to markets. Who should you be speaking to? Mm-hmm. Who should you partner with? That's another thing. We like doing things on our own solo. <laughs> We want to shine by ourselves. Mm, mm. We should learn to work together. I mean, in your network, Bulelani, I'm sure you've got one or two or three friends that have different skills yeah, um, right. that you, yeah. you you could work with to to get into something mm, and share mm. whatever percentages that you need mm, to share with. Mm. But I think th- that's another problem that we have. It's trust <laughs> mm. with amongst each other. So yeah, we could go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> For the topic yeah. of trust. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please then let us in on um, the few success stories you have, maybe, of the companies yeah. that you've worked with and have opened the doors for in Africa? Sure. It's it's, it's quite a difficult one to decide on because mm. we've worked on a lot of, of projects since I've been there. Mm. Um, but I know a lot of success stories is, you know, a lot of people come with just ideas, for mm. example. And we've got great partners. Um, and... W- even with the youth, actually, there's a there's a public institution that focuses on on developing and generating young people's ideas from disadvantaged areas, and they come at the most innovative products, um, and we assist to 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 develop a prototype for them, and um, once they're completed with their high school, then you know the commercialization process begins. But there's a lot of um, success stories that, I mean, this is one of them that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are going to benefit from um, this Congress, for example. Um, we're looking at assisting lots of businesses to launch, a lot of existing businesses to expand. So um, I, I'd, I'd like to think that I'd like to actually give the glory to our partners and our clients um, rather than saying we've particularly assisted businesses um, to that level. But it's, it's with the support of our partners, really, that we've been able to um, successfully assist businesses so far. So we're just going to go out and play an ad, pay our bills. Thank you for that great conversation. Thank Can't you, wait Ryan. for more. <laughs> Choice. Sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. AutoTrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare, and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. AutoTrader New Car. The choice is yours. Thank you for that ad break. Should I even say thank you to the ad break? But thank you to the ad break, to our technical team. We're having a very insightful conversation here with a lovely, lovely, lovely lady. And I mean, I think during the break, we're talking about some amazing stuff. I will not share with you guys because I have not patented some of those ideas. So, I mean, just 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 share with us a little bit about what, what are some of your entrepreneurial experiences or rather um, endeavors? Sure. I, I think I've been very entrepreneurial since I was... 16. <laughs> I've done wow. so many ventures, actually, some that have failed <laughs> and some that I've learned from. And um, I, I, I'm surrounded by amazing people, um, people that are trailblazers themselves. I am very blessed. Um, so that 
continues to push me um, to drive through all the the, the ventures that I, I currently go into. But that's a that's a that's a different uh, ball game. But I do focus a lot on um, empowering women. I think that's really important. I think the gender inequality in Africa is just. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And, um, we need more females in the entrepreneurship space. We need more females in the science, technology, engineering, and manufacturing. And I think the biggest challenge, I think, whether male or female, is we are not told at an early age, um, about what we should be thinking about for our future. Um, those conversations are not had with our parents. It's not had at school. We have life sciences. I mean, really, that, that doesn't really prepare <laughs> you for, um, for you to identify what it is that you're passionate about, um, whether it's business or whether you're in career, in, in, whether it's a career choice. And another thing is we don't have exposure at an early age, um, to the fields that we want to go into so we can decide, no, this is not something that I want to do or mm. develop networks, mm. um, at an mm. early stage. Cause a black child is already disadvantaged. You finish school, you go to university, you're not sure what you're doing anyway. Um, and then you study this thing that you don't even like. Um, you have no passion for it. So it's just literally theory. Um, and then you go into the working world, no skills. You're unemployable. That's what they always say. But the only, <laughs> the, the, the reason why you're unemployable is because you've, you haven't had exposure from an, an early age. So I've been fortunate to know what I want <laughs> at an early stage. I, people will call me nerd. Most of my high school friends, if they're listening, would, would be like, yeah, we remember. <laughs> so um, I, I went into the European Union at a very young age, um, did a lot of volunteer work. And then I, 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 I developed this interest for business. And um, I knew I wasn't ready to go into entrepreneurship yet, but I did test um, a product with one, a good friend of mine in Durban, actually, because that's where I grew up. And um, we we developed a, a community magazine for um, kids in, in high school for exactly what I was talking about for career choice development universities etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that didn't go well because we didn't really plan. We were very young, but um, we managed to get our first sponsor on board by just sending an email, calling, harassing the marketing manager, and just walking in there and saying, "Hi, this is our product, and we really need your assistance." And yeah, so there's there's a lot of things that I've, I've ventured into, but. Um, and a lot of things I probably will still venture into. I get a lot of people that call me and say, um, can you work with me on this? And there's some things I have to turn down because um, I only have eight hours in a day. Mm, that's true. That's true. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, I, I honestly just think that passion is very important. Learning every day, reading every day, talking um, to people, listening to shows like Bulalani's. <laughs> It's, it's very important. Um, just, just be knowledgeable. Yeah, about I, mean, I like, I like what you're touching on now, especially closer to what to the end of what you were saying, because um, I think that's why I appreciate a platform like this. Mm. Because since I've been here, you know, um, it's slowly removing the fear into entering yeah. the field. You know, yeah. because you're learning about how um, there are so many platforms, yeah. like the platform you work for as well, yeah. that you know um, gives us, you know. Um, Information on how we can start our businesses and exactly. how to push, mm. you know. So it takes away the fear a bit. So mm. I really, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, she also touched on something I thought was pretty cool. How uh, she says that at the, uh, she says that at the age of 16, mm. she actually decided to go to the European Union to go volunteer. How important <laughs> is it? Cause I mean, how important is it for, um, young, young kids, young black kids, uh, I believe, um, who come from various, mm. uh, areas yeah. or privileged disadvantaged actually volunteer their time. Mm. Because I think that a lot of them think that it's so useless, but I think <laughs> oh, that it was, uh, but no. I think that though that that action was a catalyst for the yes. individual that we're speaking. Yes. Yeah. Just, just you may, maybe elaborate a bit more about how yeah. important the importance it's, of. 
it's it's important. Um, exposure at an early age is important. So that is um, what I do with the social enterprise that I, that I've developed is to get kids into those kind of programs that they obviously wouldn't have information about. Um, again, related to something that they're passionate about. So I went to the EU because I was a, I was passionate about business and the economy and understanding what do I need to know about this industry. Um, so it, it took me to very remote areas in in Tanzania. <laughs> Mm, but mm. It, it was it was good to understand what is the process when they get donor funding. How do they select programs, um, and 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 how do you how do you plan for a project? And I think all that experience has brought me to where I am today, where I can multitask literally because I've worked for big organizations, and currently now a medium sized um, organization. So I'm able to fit well in in different organizations based on the fact that you need exposure, and I'm not just talking about exposure like you go. For from Joburg to Cape Town. I'm talking about get involved in things that are going to take you to Argentina. It's a different economy, something completely different um, from what you're used to. And you are going to keep wanting more. The more you get, the more you want to see and feel. I mean, one of my biggest dreams right now, um, and I'm speaking to the universe now, is to go, <laughs> is to one, go to New York, um, because I've always wanted to go to Wall Street. I actually almost had the opportunity to work at, at JSE, which is kind of Wall Street. So, mm. But I want to be part of the real Wall Street. But what I'm trying to say is my dream is to go to New York because I haven't been. I've been to other continents except for the United States. And I want to go to Stanford University oh, wow. and Silicon Valley. I missed that opportunity in June. But I, I do hope that um, – not hope. I know one day I will you know, pay for myself to go and just be in the environment of Silicon Valley because that's the hub of entrepreneurship. Mm. And you get inspired by um, you know, all the conversations that are happening around there. So, yeah, that, that's, that's my dream. <laughs> So, I mean, I was having a conversation with someone, I think about two weeks ago, and they were telling me that Kenya now seemingly has become the tech hub sure, in Africa. It has. I mean, tell us a bit about that if you know anything about oh it, because I think goodness. they've got a Silicon Valley tall sort of a thing going on down there. Yeah, but it's it's, it's slightly different, um, obviously. And do they call it Silicon Valley? No, they don't. Valley. They don't call it what Silicon it Valley. I'm not sure what it's called, Forget but I don't think anyone can ever repeat the Silicon Valley. Mm, but yeah, I mm. know Kenya is growing in, 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 in immensely in the digital space. Hey, um, for a country, and, and I understand why, because the president that they have. But you know, moving away from politics, um, a lot of uh, Kenyans are very adventurous. The young ones, they they develop things at a very young age. Um, they're exposed to these things because a lot of you know international organizations come in and, and, and provide you know development agencies for especially technology, um, which is why they are where they are today. Um, I remember this one time because we were in. Nairobi last year for the Obama administration summit for global mm. entrepreneurship summit. And there was a young girl who developed an ATM for, um, to, to provide water services. So what you do is you have a card, a prepaid card, <laughs> you load it, you put it in the ATM and you get your water. Wow. Yeah, what? it's crazy. So there's a lot of things. I mean, there's also something that they have where it's an app for informal traders where they're able to, through USSD, they're able to text um, the service provider that they want certain amounts of supplies and um, it gets just delivered to them um, wherever they are. So it's innovative, small things like that. I mean, M-Pesa is another thing that, mm, you know, the whole of East Africa mm, mm. uses. Literally, I know my grand still uses Impesa and Kilimanjaro, wherever she is. Mm. And so, um, it's, 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 it's something that can be replicated in South Africa, I think. But you need to actually understand the environment that you are in in South Africa 
to develop something that's tech, that that's tech based and I think a lot of um African black entrepreneurs limit themselves from that they shy away from the tech space I don't know why um and the 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 products that actually are the most successful are the ones that are the most simple um simplest models uh, mm. we, you don't have to have a complicated model something that's very very simple with a simple process mm. are those mm. products that are successful mm. in the end it's very interesting when you speak about the the informal market and that USSD because yeah. I know someone who could definitely steal that idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, the idea. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I think USSD is a huge market that's missed in South mm, Africa for some mm, reason because mm. I think people have this perception and I've been to a lot of um, like rural areas that people have smartphones. Yes, they may have smartphones, but a large population doesn't necessarily have data. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. And yeah, data mm. must fall. But anyway. But yeah, I think the USSD space is, is a big place to, to play in. Um, and yes, fine. We should develop apps, but apparently we're moving away from apps now. Oh. I saw something from, I think it was, I'm not not sure if it was Google or Microsoft, but it's it's got a different term now. It's called skills. Yeah, they're moving away from apps. Apparently, apps is the it's, it's the old thing now. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you need to. It's it's a new phenomena. Actually, it's it's called skills instead of apps. Oh, okay. So yeah. Can you let us in then on the studies that you're currently busy with? Yay! Yeah. So I've been working on a project for a year. Um, I've had the opportunity to work with, um, people like Alan Gray, Forbes Foundation, Orbs Foundation, um, SAB Foundation as well, um, and the Global Entrepreneurship Development Index based in Washington, um, to, to study um, an analysis on, on the South African ecosystem. But one of our really, um, baby projects is, is looking at the study on the impact of African entrepreneurs that are migrating mm. um, to the States and the UK and how that impacts, mm. um, you know, mm. South Africa or Nigeria or Kenya. So those are the case studies. So the point of the study basically is to showcase entrepreneurial activity um, in, in, in abroad um, because there's a lot of literature that has a misperception of um, the types of entrepreneurial activity that happens in those countries. And uh, I've seen from the recent studies that we've got a lot of high-skilled people that are moving to to, to that part of, of the world. So that has an impact on development and obviously because a lot of the strategies on economic development is focused on entrepreneurship. So that's a serious problem. But you should come to the conference if you want to see <laughs> when I hear the rest of that. So, so, you, so in terms of... Um, I'm losing my train of thought now. So in terms of uh, um, what you touched on now with regards to entrepreneurs migrating. Yes. Um, do you feel like, because one of the biggest things, one of the things that we had a conversation with a couple of other entrepreneurs about um, a few a few weeks back was in the tech space. Yes. How, they are, I, mean, I mean, especially how, how even investments that are, are open. I mean, when you look at, mm. when you look at the, the Silicon, Silicon Valley, I mean, yeah. you've, got a web, you've got websites where you can check investments. These yeah. guys are throwing $60 million yeah. to this guy and all that stuff. Do you think that we've built a culture like that? I mean, no. in Africa? And number two, um, 
No, okay, I was going to ask a question, but answer myself at the same time. The economic impact of such a thing continuously mm. happening, mm. where we, where these entrepreneurs are being harvested somewhere mm. else, and mm. then these ideas are mm. being IPs yes. that are yeah. owned by in other yeah. countries. So that's the challenge, and that's what we would like to present to show, showcase as well. Um, but touching on that, there's something called the startup visa. Hey, that's a that's a trend now with a lot of developed countries um, that attract um, talented foreign. Entrepreneurs. If you look at Silicon Valley, the majority of the, the founders there are immigrants. Um, yeah. And if you look at Canada, they're trying to replicate the same thing in Australia. And, and they particularly like Africans because Africans are skilled and, and they're educated. Um, so looking at those things, we also have to look at the pros and cons and how that may impact, um, you know, Africa. If you, if you were to introduce something like that, which is not a bad thing necessarily. I think the reason why they implemented those things was to attract, um, you know, foreign talent. But I mean, if we're attracting foreign talent here, yeah, again, the argument could be, well, we already have our own issues and et cetera, et cetera. But it, it depends how it's implemented. I think a, a peer grouping, um, you know, strategy development program thing it could work. But I also think um, connecting with diaspora, African diaspora in those countries are also you know, things that we can look into, um, to, to expand access to markets for, um, African and local entrepreneurs. But again, it'll be presented at GEC next year. So you should come to the session <laughs> to hear about yeah. the results and the findings. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, in terms of, um, the, the public sector, do you think that the public sector is doing enough to fund entrepreneurship? Because I base this on when you look at the landscape, especially sure. the tech landscape and in, in, in the US, for instance, sure. where you're Elon Mosk, I think, was bankrolled or rather given a loan by, mm. by, by the U.S. government. I mm. think was it fifty-four yeah, uh, it was billion around those, billion yeah. dollars, mm. and he paid it off in three years with mm. interest, compounded interest. Mm. And then, I mean, and and that's one of the things for me, I believe, that gives one a competitive edge. Of course, because I mean, if 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 you are gonna, if the idea is to start small, mm. I mean, how, how how long is it really gonna take you to mm. really scale that idea mm. to a whole new level mm. versus someone who's got all the components mm. all in one place and mm. they've got a lump. Them mm. to just run that whole mm. entire idea out. Mm. So Elon Musk did start small though. Um, so it, it's a process, it's a journey. But yeah. again, government does have a lot of funding um, available for small businesses. So the challenge is is not the availability of funds. It's 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 the entrepreneurs, the pool of entrepreneurs right now. Um, and and not saying that that's not an opportunity, it's an opportunity. But then. You know, a lot of the, the entrepreneurial pool that you're looking at in South Africa is a lot of service-driven businesses. It's not necessarily people that are manufacturing stuff or industrialists or technologists. Or it's a lot of, okay, I have a construction business and I'm an entrepreneur, you know. Or I am um, a hairdresser. Or it doesn't – generally, we are service-driven as a continent, mostly, and we need to change that. <laughs> we need to shift from being service-driven and, and consumers, um, especially within the retail space. That's what we're really, really good at. And if you look at the data as well um, in the States – a lot of the African immigrants are, are in that space as well, but it, it is there's a shift and there's a, there's a change with the entrepreneurs that are spoken to. A lot of them are in the tech space. Why? Because they're based in the states and they're exposed to te different technologies. We're not necessarily advanced at that level, and 
if a person was to come with a, a futuristic technological product, for example, South Africa's market might not be ready for it. You'll find a lot of entrepreneurs that are developed by public sector in any case. And if that market is not ready for it here, they do provide opportunities for them to get global opportunities. And that's where usually sometimes they're more successful. I'll give you an example. There's a guy, and I don't know if I'm running out of time, but there's a guy who developed, um, he started this whole trend of furniture with um, African print on it, handcraft. And funny enough, it didn't do well in South Africa, but it did extremely well in the Netherlands. And only when it did extremely well in the Netherlands, Mr. Price was willing to, um, you know, provide this opportunity for him to, um, yeah, provide his, his products there. Um, so it, 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 it's a sad reality that in order for an African um, person to really, and not all the time, please don't quote me on this, but in order for them to have, actually have an impact in Africa, you need to go and make it out elsewhere and then come back <laughs> yeah. for people to actually yeah. notice. Because we don't consume our own products. We don't consume our own products. We don't develop our own products. And that's going to be a problem for a very long time. Until we fix that, that's when we're actually going to see real change on the continent, I feel. Hmm. Okay, we know that Africa is a very cultural continent. Yes. How does then culture um, influence the way we do business compared to other continents? It's so important. You know, Africans are big on respect. <laughs> Ubuntu as well. And that could be a disadvantage as well because then we don't realize where we should set boundaries and, and how that affects operating of a business. Um, so I think we need to also look at the ageism thing in, 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 in Africa, the sexism thing as well. Um, so you'll find it difficult probably for female Entrepreneurs in other parts of the country Hence I say know the country that you're going into And then you'll know who you need to bring with you Etc um, But it's, it's not a scary thing As long as you're informed I always feel that if you're informed about something Then you are able to make better decisions mm. um, and, and mitigate risky decisions So get informed um, Talk to someone who's not from here Maybe There's a lot of foreigners in South Africa yeah. Speak to a person who's from a different country And, and find out more about their culture um, tell them about this so-called idea that you have and hear from them what they, the only way you can know about whether your product, um, you need to test it first before launching. Um, I think that's, that's the most important thing to do as an entrepreneur. Yeah. No, no, I'm very, I'm very inspired and I'm actually looking forward to, but I think one of the biggest things that jumped out for me is I can't wait for that research. I really, really <laughs> Thank can't you. wait for that research to come up because those are, those are critical things that, um, we need to, we need to jump into. And I also just want to, you know, concur and agree in terms of, um, getting your research right before you innovate that product yes. or you build that product up. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's important to have a black industrialist because I mean, we're missing that. I yeah. mean, I mean, when you open, when I open up my fridge, all I see, all I see, all I see are products that were not created by, mm. you know, the, by black industrialists. And mm. I mean, how many of us really have, have aunts or sisters or cousins exactly. who are manufacturing those products working in different spaces mm. and all you needed to do is collaborate. I mean, mm. just, just, just on that topic, how, how important is it for how important is it for um, industry collaboration and not just that but also from an SMME perspective to mm. collaborate with uh, mm. large 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 the large sector mm. sector mm. and mm. also with the public sector yeah, that's actually quite important. It's something that's going to probably be the future of um, entrepreneurship in, in South Africa. Uh, 
you know, the one thing you must understand is that um, we, the, globally, there's there's an economic downturn everywhere. We're all facing the same struggles. So unemployment is going to still be a problem for a very long time. So people need to be able to provide services to um, larger corporates. And, and as long as you're innovative, whatever it is that you're offering um, to, to, you know, a larger corporate and it's, it's helping them become more efficient, there's no ways that they're not going to um, see the value in it, um, in, in that product. So mm-hmm. as long as you're coming with, with, the, with a sound business model that makes sense to the organization itself, I find a lot of people want to have meetings unnecessarily. You want to have a meeting and your product doesn't actually meet with the mission or the vision of the organization that you're meeting with, mm-hmm. but it it might be a good idea, but it's just the wrong corporate mm. person or the wrong mm. public sector. Mm. So align what your product is with whoever it is that you'd like to partner with. And their values have to be aligned with your values for it to actually be a good marriage or relationship. Or yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. But definitely um, supply chain development is, is something that, that is, is prominent within our entrepreneurial ecosystem in South Africa. So, yeah. I'm inspired. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Thank you. For that dinner, I am that one. <laughs> At 300, I am definitely the, I'm that guy. No, I got you. I'm that worry. guy who's going to show up on some, you. yo, I know you. <laughs> Hold up, Mr. Program Director. I know somebody up in this building. Sure. <laughs> no, before we shut it down, can you please just um, give us words of wisdom for okay. all the entrepreneurs listening out there? Um, carry on pushing, working hard, working hard never killed nobody. So just keep pushing until the door opens and it surely will open. If, if your product is valuable, if it's useful, someone will see the value in it and someone will give you that opportunity and don't mess up the opportunity that you are given yes. as well. Yes. No, thank you so much for coming. Pleasure. Thank I you love so you. Much. <laughs> can you tell us quickly where we can get a hold of you and also okay. about the event maybe? Okay, sure. So, um, I can, my email address is a, Alisimo, my name, A-L-E-S-I-M-O, at Africa S-E-A-A-F-R-I-C-A, dot C-O dot Z-A. Um, you can go to our website, um, to find out more information on GW, on, on GEC at www.gec.co. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, and drop me an email and I'll try my best to respond if I can. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I think my words of uh, inspiration, especially yesterday when we awarded um, about 30 young entrepreneurs, um, mm. and one of the biggest things that I charged them with was that, you know, entrepreneurship is is not an easy thing. But at the end of the day, you have to make up in your mind that you're going to be successful mm. and show up for the things. I mean, one of the most important ingredients to being successful is for you to show up. Mm. Show up, put your stuff out there and create mm. availability mm. and create awareness that you are already out there so mm. that things can be attracted to you. Mm. But most importantly, after it's all said and done, it all boils down to one critical thing. You need mm. to get off your ass and you need to get things done. Because yep. yes. a lot of people talk about stuff, a lot of people think about stuff, but the catalyst is the one who mm. gets things done. Yeah. Be a capitalist, make money, man, <laughs> and be a socialist as well. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, they've spoken, they've spoken, and that was great. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our guest once again for joining us in studio. That was a very informative session. We will see you next week. Or rather, you will listen to us next week, right, Mr. Bilani? Next week. Definitely, we, you, oh, they'll oh. see us next week. Buzz. Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> I, I refuse to be corrected by you listeners. <laughs> we'll have videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy. See you guys next week. Thank you very much. Thank you. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.